Welcome to A Higher Branch, a source of practical and powerful information for busy people dedicated to boosting their personal health and professional performance. I'm your host, Sam McCall. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of A Higher Branch, where we continue the series on the 456 system for living. Now, most people have systems for working. In all industries, you turn up to work and you have processes, you have systems, workflows, but not many of us have systems for living. and We tend to leave that to chance or we rely on spontaneity. And I always say when you rely on spontaneity, you end up drifting in the direction of your greatest weaknesses whether that's eating too much or binge watching TV or arguing with uh, others. You know, we all have a weakness that we drift towards, but systems keeps you on track. And so already in this series, I've covered the four daily essential rituals, the five habits, and well, more than halfway through the six life hacks. And so with these life hacks, they're all about giving you a competitive edge in life. When I say competitive it's against your former self, not competitive in the nature of others. Uh, it's to really boost your energy and your performance to levels where you get more done in less time, leaving you plenty of time and attention bandwidth to focus on the eight areas of life. If you are newer to our community and would like to know what those eight areas of life are, because we're getting a lot of new listeners each week, head over to a ahigherbranch.com. Scroll halfway down the page to the home page and you'll see the eight areas of life that fill eight fundamental human needs. So these hacks that I'm sharing with you are ones that will help you accelerate your performance in those eight areas of life. Now, last week I covered the fourth life hack and it was about creative imagination or the concept of CI because we are entering into an era where AI is taking over a lot of tasks, a lot of human tasks. So it's a positive, right? If we know how to use our creative imagination, it's a negative if we lose our jobs to AI and don't pivot because the jobs that will be left in the 21st century will be the ones that um, involve high value, high touch, where you need creativity, innovation, analytical thinking, you know, things that artificial intelligence can't do. And to do that, we need our creative imagination. Creative imagination, as I said last week in the podcast, is the sixth sense. And we are never given a faculty by accident, uh, whether you believe in creation or evolution. We're given that faculty of creative imagination so we can materialize what we want out of life. Now, after presenting to you that episode, I met a gentleman last week and we were having a fascinating discussion and I learned so much from this uh, gentleman I thought I would invite him to the podcast as a prelude if you like to last week's life hack so we're still on that life hack but I want to give you another perspective from a gentleman who's an avid researcher of this topic and one that he actually lives and breathes you know I always try and present to you information that is not just you know, a regurgitation of what we read, but I always give you stuff that I have lived by and tried on myself. So a lot of the life hacks that I've shared with you, things that I do daily. But on that point, I want to welcome uh, Ramon to our uh, High Branch community. Welcome, Ramon. Thank you, Sam. Pleasure to be here. Now, I met you at a restaurant last week and we had a fascinating discussion. And I thought to myself, you know what, our (laughs) listeners need to uh, 
hear some of this stuff. Now, when did you first discover uh, this area? I was first uh, exposed to this uh, back in the 1980s. Right, because you, you, you lived in another country, Venezuela. Venezuela, yeah. yeah. I, I remember I was at uni yes. and, uh, th- at that time. And I remember uh, going to this shopping center and walking past this bookstore. Yes. And uh, they had this book on display called The Total Power of the Mind. Yes. And I had always been interested in, in mental science. And uh, so, obviously, I went in and bought the book. Yes. So, went home, read it, devoured the whole thing. Yes. And in a nutshell, what the book was about is that during our conscious uh, awareness or conscious living, we only use 10% of our brain capacity. Yes. Okay? But the other 90% has got nothing to do with intellectual capacity, but it's, it's got to do with how we manage and control our life. Right? Yep. yep. And it's purely related to your subconscious mind. Right. So uh, one of the chapters in this book was how to give up smoking. And at, at that time, I was a heavy smoker. Right, right. right. And I thought, you know, I'm going to give this a shot yes. and see how it goes. So basically what I had to do was to record on a tape recorder back then a passage which basically led me into a state of relaxation or, or your alpha brainwave, right? Yes. Trying to, to get to that state of, uh, mental, uh, of brain activity. And once I was there... Uh, well, I had to do uh, was to have images of me being a smoker, the negative effects that smoking was having on, on my being, yes. and at the same time opposing those images with me be, being a non-smoker, being congratulated by people, telling me, well, hey, you, you know, you look so good. Yes. Me feeling fantastic, <laughs> more energetic, you know, uh, ha- having a, a greater uh, f- fitness. And um, so I started doing this. And, and one of the, the, the things that the book stressed was do not attempt to consciously uh, stop smoking. You just go through your day. That's normal. But just do this routine every day for half an hour. And I used to do it every evening. Yep. Um, and forget about it. And I did that. On day number 10, I actually, instead of, I used to smoke, by the way, two packets a day, 40 cigarettes a day. On day number 10th, I was only smoking two or three. Yes. By the 11th day, I just didn't feel like it. And I gave the packet away. And that's without me even forcing myself. So there wow. was n- no use of willpower. Yeah. Right? Yep. No force. Yes. Pure power. No struggle. No struggle. Yeah. Okay? So it came from within. Right? And that opened my eyes and I thought, wow. If I could do this, yes. what, else, what else is possible? Right? Yes, yes. And then, obviously, uh, you know, I gave it up for about six months. Yes. And then what happened was I used to associate uh, smoking with having a good time. Yes. Going out, (laughs) having a drink. And, you know, I became a loner. I stopped going out. I stopped drinking. (laughs) And then, you know, the one time I went out, I started drinking. Boom, I pulled a cigarette and I smoked again. Right. And then I understood that I had to work on those associations so I went and repeated the same process again, but this time I saw myself not only giving up smoking, but also I saw myself enjoying my life without it, having a drink, right. socializing. Right. Okay? So I strengthened the imaginary, if you want. Yes. Right? And yeah, so that, that was the beginning for me, right? Now, how long ago was that, did you say? Oh, yes. man, that was a while ago. That was probably 
25 years ago, 30 and you years ago. you haven't had a cigarette No, no, since. no, I stopped. I stopped. Wow. I stopped. That's it. So That's what it. did you do in that half an hour at the end of the day? Was it a meditation? It was a meditation, absolutely. So it was recorded with my voice, and uh, there was a passage that he provided in the book which actually led me through uh, this process of relaxation and getting to that point where you are generating alpha brain waves. Right. And then it is at that point that you start visualizing. You start creating images in your mind. Okay. Yes. So you're looking at the negative and you're opposing it with a positive. Yep. Okay. So you're negating. So what you don't want and then flip it with what you what want. What you want. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and what you are doing is no different than when you are learning to ride a bike. Yeah. The first time you, you attempted, yep. you failed. Yep. And it took a number of repetitions, right? Yes, of course. Before it became subconscious. Yeah. And before it became habitual. Yep. And when it becomes habitual, it becomes a memory. Yes. And then you do it second nature. You don't have to think about it anymore, right? Yes. And this process is exactly the same, except that instead of being a physical activity, this is a mental activity yep. that is taking place within you, right? So you mentioned before about wow. the quantum field, right? Yes. That, that field of infinite possibilities. Yes. Right? And that's the field that you come into contact with when you meditate. The subconscious mind, is, is, as we know, is infinite intelligence, right? Yeah. Or is the quantum field, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And th there is a universal principle that whatever you impress on the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind will express in your, ah, in your yes. outer reality, yes. right? Yes. So the impression precedes the expression. Yes. Right? Yes. Now, the subconscious mind as a field you can compare it to a soil, fertile land. It doesn't judge. It doesn't discriminate. Whatever you plant, it will give you fruit. Yes. Whether it is a poisonous tree or whether it is a, an apple tree. Yes. Okay? There is no judgment. It, there is only responsiveness. Yes. You are the judger. You are the one to determine and establish what's, what is to be planted. Right? Right. right. And, and, and therefore, that, that's where you have that power, Okay to really become creative, yes. right? Yeah. And, and then become a conscious creator, yep. right? Because in this life, you have two choices. You can either live life by default or yes. you live life by choice. Yeah. By, by default, you're living, you're at the mercy of circumstances. You'll be the victim of the outer world, Yes. right? And you blame everything and everyone for whatever happens to you. Yep. Never taking responsibility because you don't know. You can't be blamed when you don't know that yeah. within you there is a power yes. that can allow you to overcome the outer reality, right? Or the outer world. Because yes. we as beings, there is two sides to our reality, right? There is the outer world, which you perceive through the senses, right? And we call it the sensorial world. And then there is the inner world, which is only perceived through awareness. Yes. And yes. in order to experience the inner world, you must withdraw from the outer which means you shut off the senses and then you walk within into the inner journey. Right, and that's what And the language, is. absolutely. Yes. And, then, and the language that we use to impress the subconscious mind is visualization, okay? Emotional visualization. Absolutely. So absolutely. You, you need to attach an, uh, an emotion to Absolutely. That. So yeah. th there's two aspects to it. Uh, you need to have a definite purpose yes. that is coupled with an elevated emotion. Okay. Right? So you've you got to feel good about it. Yes. Okay? You've got to believe in what you're doing. You have to have a positive state of mind. And, uh, and then you have to have a purpose. What is it that you want to achieve? And you, your mind, if you like, is like a lab, right, where you experiment. 
So you start with a vision or with an image, and you start visualizing something, and, and it's a process of uh, trial and error until you actually perfect that image, Yes. right? To be exactly what you want. And once you've perfected it and you've given it all the colors and vividness, and it feels so real, Yes. okay, yeah. that there's no distinction between that and, and an actual event, at that point, things become manifested, right? Wow. But Very you gotta powerful. get to that point. Yes. You gotta get to that point first. And it, this is not meant to be a miracle thing. It's not, it's not magic, yes. okay? It's a law. It's a law. Whatever you impress gets expressed. Yep, that's but right. But yep. you gotta believe in it, right? Yeah. You gotta maintain an elevated emotion, okay? And it has to be picture clear. It has to be specific. You cannot go with generic stuff. I wanna be rich. No. Yeah. yeah. Specific. Instead of saying I want to be rich, go with something more specific. I want, a, I want a certain amount of money or I want to achieve a certain outcome. Yep. Right? Yeah. Like I want to buy this house that's going to look like this. Yes. A lot of people who are listening to this would, uh, would say, well, and I've coached people in the past who have had that problem mm. when I take them deep into meditation, guided, because you need to get to that alpha state, don't you? So the subconscious mind becomes receptive uh, yeah mm. receptive and uh, so i use the eight areas of life to direct the faculty of creative visualization or that emotional visualization and i say what do you want in each of those areas of life so there's health how do you want your body to look are you standing upright are your eyes sparkling is your hair you know silky is your skin vibrant and glowing like you start being really specific uh, a lot of guys that i've taken this through will always imagine a you know really sculpted six pack right <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hold that emotion of what people are going to think when they see them and how they're going to look and how attractive they're going to be yep and so we go through all that but inevitably because of our negative beliefs that maybe we've grown up with or the conditioning some people find it difficult to imagine that beautiful picture that they want and their default setting you know sets in and says well i can't imagine me with a six-pack or i can't imagine me you know driving that car or having this job or starting this business because the doubt comes in and i start imagining losing my job or mm. binge eating or not training or you know yes so you start self-sabotaging yourself. Self-sabotaging. They sow Which weeds, is, like, instead of, you know, uh, yeah. uh, fruit-bearing trees. Well, I call it, you, you plant the seed, but yeah. then you go, uh, the next morning you go and dig it out to see if it's growing. Yeah. It will never grow. Yeah, because <laughs> you're digging it you're out. Digging out constantly. <laughs> so plant it, leave it there, believe. Yes. That's why one of the most important factors is belief. So if someone's listening to this now what can make them believe is it the example of others who have done things in their yes. life well you don't see electricity yeah do you no. you don't no. yet you believe in its power you can see it in at work yeah you plug an appliances in, and it function yes same is with meditation it's a force within you you don't see it yeah but you, you need to become a channel for it you need to find that frequency right yeah to communicate with it and that's what meditation gives you Okay. Yes, yes. And that's why meditation is in the four daily essential rituals that I have. It was one of the early, it was actually episode number 101. And for those of you who are listening to, and you're just hearing this for the first time, I really urge you to go back and listen to all 
the previous episodes because they all form the foundation for what we're talking about you know here today you can't you know cultivate new habits without those four daily essential rituals and rituals are the things you do every day at a particular time habits is something that you do on the fly it's situationally but these life hacks that you want to infuse into your life and the one we're talking about today is creative visualization it's a life hack that requires meditation as a daily ritual you need to have that as a daily ritual and with the higher branch method I taught the three out of the four daily rituals need to be repeated morning and night the morning three rituals are future focused it's what do you want your day to look like and meditation in the morning was all about what are you visualizing for the day in the eight areas of life so not just at the macro level but even you know a lot of people will use their creative imagination you know for the big things mm. but don't forget to also use it to visualize what you want your day to look like if you have a presentation that day are you imagining you know your best self up on stage are you imagining everyone looking back at you smiling and and absorbing and congratulating or you know the best picture and yes use it you know for the end goals or the big life goals that you want as well that Ramon's talking about just to round that off meditation at night is different it's more reflective so one is vision and the other one is reflection and you'll notice that anxiety lives in the gap between the present moment and your future self that's vision and depression inevitably lives in the gap between the present moment and your past so you cannot materialize a beautiful future if you have not healed the past and we'll talk about that in another podcast so today we're focusing really on the mind's ability to visualize the future and as i said at the outset people use that power to sow weeds and to sow doubts yeah. and or like you said sometimes they'll sow the right thing and then they dig it out throughout the day with their negative beliefs exactly so yeah one thing is to go into meditation and, mm. and visualize what you want from life right yeah. whether it is healing whether it is a better job or a better relationship but the problem is when you are meditating you, you're really at a high vibration level yes. right yeah and uh, and that vibration if you maintain it it will attract to itself its equivalent so the, the, the secret here, and, and, and probably where most people fail, is that they do the meditation and then they go with their normal life and they go through periods of negativity, doubts, yes. worry, and then all the benefits that they achieve during the meditation, are, they go to waste. Exactly, yes. Okay? So it is yep. important to remember that you, you do need to meditate in the morning, but you also need to have a walking meditation, if you like, throughout the day. Yes. Right? Yes. Where you are constantly in tune with your desires and ensuring that you're maintaining that elevated emotion, that positive state of mind. Because it's only in that state of mind that you can attract what you want. Okay? Because you, you mm. are no longer negating. You are no, no longer sabotaging yourself. Right? You are connected to source. You're, you're connected to the inflow. Yes. Why do people sabotage their dreams uh, well I, look I, th I think uh, in in a lot of cases is probably because they haven't done enough work within themselves your body it's just a repository of memories from the moment you are born your experiences become engraved in your body uh, habits 
what you think about most of the time uh, becomes habitual, right? And, and habits then form your character. And then you are defined by your character. Yes. Right? Yes. And it's reflected even it's in reflected. your body language Absolutely. and your posture. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it is important. I mean, to me, when you meditate, not only just to meditate because you want to, you know, you want to buy a new car or whatever, but, but focus on, I call it self-mastery. Mm. Okay? Focus on designing the, the, the best version of yourself. Right? Uh, so if you have weaknesses, if you find yourself that you get flustered easily, uh, then focus on being calm and composed, poised, serene, you know, focus on peace. Yes. Because you can only attract what you are. You can't attract what you want. And this is very important. Wow. If you That's don't profound. believe what you are visualizing, you're not going to attract it into yourself right. or to yourself. Right. So you need self-mastery. Self-mastery, absolutely. As a prerequisite for sustainable creative visualization. Absolutely, absolutely. But that, this, I mean, I see that the, the whole journey of life is a, is a journey of A, self-mastery, mm. and B, <clears throat> self-realization, right? Right. Uh, realizing your own divinity, the power that is within you. Yes. And the fact that we are creators, but we are lost in our sensorial world. Right? The world of the senses, which is the world of struggle, competition, separation, lack. Okay? Yep. The, the world of illness, of weakness. A world that is very confusing, very tempting. Okay? Because the senses, you know, they can, they can drive you crazy. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And, and therefore the need to be conscious, to live consciously, to be present. Because when you are present, then you are aware of your responses. There's a difference between yeah. reacting to the outer world and responding to it. When you are reacting, it's an animal instinct. Right. Okay? Yep. It's uh, habits. Okay? It's the way you react to situations. But when you respond, it, it's a conscious. Yes. Right? Now, I didn't share with this with you last time, but there's, you've touched on it a few times now. So we have two frameworks at a high branch. One of them is the eight areas of life, which is the what you need to focus on. And they feel eight fundamental human needs, you know, for intimacy, energy, support, fulfillment, belonging, growth, freedom, and contribution. We all have those eight fundamental human needs and they're universal. And whenever I meet someone that's not living their optimal life, it's usually because they have an unmet need. So that's one of our frameworks. That's the what, the how, if you look to that left, I'm in my office here and uh, I have two diagrams that I'm showing Ramon. It's what I call the circle of conscious living. Because if you are not in conscious control of your thoughts, feelings, then your actions are going to be misguided. And you touched on it a few times because mm. you're right. And people want change, but behavioral change can only come from living consciously, right? And the best way to live consciously is to really the first step is that self-mastery you talked about, which happens, you know, with constant meditation. Like you said, with your story, you gave up smoking because, mm. and it didn't happen straight away. No. Right. But you sowed the seeds during meditation. So at first you went deep and then you started with the visualization. So if a person's listening now, what's their first step to... Now, taking conscious control. Well, uh, f 
first of all, you make a conscious decision that you are going to be more present throughout right. the day. Okay, because your brand of meditation is quite different, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just about the breath. And meditation is the medium you use ultimately mm -hmm. for creative visualization. It's not just meditation. Correct. And, and that's what I love about it. And that's why I wanted you uh, on this show. But So tell us what the process actually looks like. If you can walk people through step by step, like mm -hmm. how mm -hmm. do you get into that state where the subconscious is accessible? Okay. So the first thing that you what need to... What do you do? Okay, yeah. I'll go through my routine. So the first thing you do is you, you need to sit down, preferably sit down, mm -hmm. okay, in a, in a uh, straight, erect position, uh, in a comfortable chair. Yep. And, and then what I do is I scan my body, okay? I sit still and I go through all my body parts. So you still the body first? I still the body first. Absolutely. So step one is to still the body? Still the body. Before you still the mind? Correct. Okay. Still the body first. Yes. Scan the body for any tension. Right. Okay. Uh, and if you find that you have any tension, just put your attention there mm. until it's resolved and then move on. Generally, I start with my feet. Yes. I put my attention on my feet and I start moving upwards. Right. Okay. And I imagine as I place my attention, I'm actually releasing any, any tension that is present there. Yes. Okay? And I go through the scanning process until I've done my entire body. And part of uh, this process is I tell my body that I, I want him to be still. Yes. Because I am now going in, 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 to meditate and what I'm doing is for its benefit too. Okay? So you tell the body yeah, that? Yeah, I instruct my body that. You say, I'm doing this for your benefit? For your benefit, yes. yes. And for my benefit. Yep. And I want you now to be still. Okay? And then from that, I move into my mind. So yes. the second step is still the mind. Yes. And to do that, again, I tell my mind, this is my time. I don't want any thoughts. I want to reduce my brain activity to a minimum. And obviously, uh, it's easier said than done because thoughts will come and go. Yes. But it's about being gentle with yourself. Okay? Gentleness here is the key word. Right. As a thought comes by, don't resist it. Just let it pass. Okay? Gently. Let it go. Remind yourself, this is my time. Okay? Until you get to that point where there's hardly any thoughts coming to you now. Yes. And you are now fully present. You are now the observer. Ah, because yes. remember, one thing that people don't understand is that we are not our thoughts. Our thoughts are entities, living entities that exist yes. outside of us. Uh, we are the observers. We choose what's, what thought to embrace. And we have the power of grabbing a thought, embracing it, and becoming the thought. Yes. And when you become the thought, you forget who you are. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay, so yes. that's why it's important to, to this moment of stealing the mind is basically it's detaching yourself from all thoughts and going back to your center yes okay back to oneness yes right oh, i love that and once you are at that point then you can guide yourself and, and what i do is i guide myself i've got a, a a narrative that i follow right yes where i now start d designing dictating to my subconscious what is it that i want so the first thing i do is uh, i start Dwelling in good qualities, any, uh, all that is positive, all that is beautiful, all that is perfect. 
yeah. understanding that, inf that infinite source within you. Okay, it's all about love, peace. Yes. Okay, abundance, Beautiful. joy, and and I try to resonate with all of that. Yes. Okay, and by doing that, I'm actually elevating my vibration, raising my vibration, and getting myself to a place where I can now. I'm in the field. I'm now, the channel is open with my subconscious mind. I'm ready now to seed. I'm ready now to implant the new software. That's beautiful. And it is obviously evident because every time, you know, I do meet with you, you have this um, aura about you that always uh, attracts me to speaking with you. So it's one of the unintended side effects, I guess, of this practice is you start attracting good things and good people into your life, like-minded people. Yes. Wow, that's beautiful. We attract through our thoughts. Our thoughts are creative yes. entities and very powerful, and we need to be very careful about what we think about. Yep. I mean, in the same way that a thought can destroy you, a thought can actually create you. It can, it can do wonders to you. Yeah. So why would you focus on the negative? Exactly. Stay positive. Exactly. Okay. It's hard to be more present. It's, it is hard. Yeah. I know that. I know that. Yeah. It's a seed that you can plant when you meditate. Okay. okay? Yep. Yeah. Uh, that you see yourself being present and conscious. Okay. So you visualize yourself during meditation. Okay. Okay. Yep. I'm being present. I'm calm. I'm yep. collected because it's important. If I'm overexcited and, mm. and I'm stressed out, I'm not going to be present. I'm going to be driven by the event. Yes. Right? But if you maintain always a state of serenity, okay, and calmness, chances are you will be present most of the time. Yes, that's so true. Right? So the first step is to achieve calm and serenity. Absolutely. Yeah. And, but first achieve it within. Okay. Okay? Because whatever you do in the world without, through the senses, yes. requires effort and willpower. Yes. Short-lived. You might, do it, you might do it for a couple of days, but then you give up. It's too much effort. Yes. Okay? Too exhausting. You need to do it by power. How do you do it by power? You meditate. How long have you been meditating for now? For, for a long time. Oh. Look, consistently, because I've been on and off, like everyone, I suppose, but consistently, probably the last probably five years, I've been solid, every solid day. on it. Yeah. So what's your morning routine look like? Well, I wake up, obviously I need my caffeine shot, first thing. Mm -hmm. Well, water first, I, I drink like half a liter of water, yes. have my coffee, then some more water, and then I sit down and meditate. Meditate for about 40 minutes. And then I get up and I um, check the news, whatever, yes. through my emails, and then I go for a workout. Okay, every day? Yeah, wow. every day, yeah. Most days. Yeah. Yes. Meditation, every day. Yes. Because I say... I respect meditation in the same way that I respect exercising, okay? And I respect food. I give attention yes. to meditation. So it's food for the yeah. mind. So in the same way that I nurture my body with exercises and, and, and eating well, uh, I have to nurture my mind. And, and I believe that we are not just physical beings. We are mental beings uh, and, and, and spiritual beings. And, and each one of those beings need to be, uh, needs attention, needs to be cultivated. And, 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 I, and I think that when you, when, you, when you cultivate all these areas in your life, then you, then, then you have this balance, harmony. Yes. Things flow, yep. right? Yeah. I mean, and, you know, the, the one thing that everyone aims for is peace. 
right? It's to be That's at what peace. Everyone wants. Yeah. It's the most important peace of thing, mind, right? being able to have a yeah. soft sleep. Yeah. Peace with yourself, you know. Yeah. So you mentioned to me when we were speaking last week about this inner intelligence. Tell me a little bit about that, how we are co-creators. Well, it's, the, it's back to that principle that you only have one mind, which is your surface mind, which is the mind that you use to solve problems in the material world, physical world. Yep. And then you've got your subconscious mind, which is the mind that is not, it, it sits behind the scenes, if you like. Yep. And it's the mind that, that currently is taking control of your digestion, is taking control of healing, repair, right? It's the mind that comes into action every time you, you want to learn a new skill. Okay. Yeah. That mind is there, and that that mind is creative, right? And because thoughts are creative. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and because thoughts are creative, we need to be extremely careful, very careful, because what you think about eventually becomes real, becomes manifested. Again. Yep. The need to be present, so you know what you're thinking about. Whenever you feel, and I use the word feeling. Because feeling is your guidance system. Whenever you're not feeling quite well, chances are you're not thinking. Your thoughts are triggering that feeling and your thoughts are not positive, are on the negative side. So you need to check in with your feelings. Absolutely. Yep, Absolutely. The day. And more importantly, once you develop this as a habit, then you start watching uh, your mind. You watch what you think about. And I myself, I try to make, a, make sure that I'm always entertaining uh, positive thoughts. I, I try to maintain optimism throughout the day. Right, right, right. Because where your focus goes, energy flows. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So you need to watch what you focus on. If you focus on negativity, you will create negativity. Yep. And if you focus on, on, on something positive, positivity will follow. Right? Is meditation the only gateway to achieving that and rewriting you know, I believe so. Programs. I believe so because it's done. It's done by power, because you're going. You're going into the computer operating uh, system, operating system, and yeah. you're actually installing new software. Okay, and the, the software that you are installing is your visualization. Yes, it's what you want from life. It's what you want for yourself. Okay, and that's the place where you do it. And once it's done, mm. it just manifests. Eventually, it will reflect in your reality. Yes. Okay. Yes. There's some people listening to this now and they're natural manifestors, right? Because mm. when I first discovered this, I mentioned this in the last podcast, yeah, I started reading Dr. Joe Dispenza's books. Mm -hmm. I think the first book was Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then You Are the Placebo. And I'm reading... Uh, the second one, I was listening to it as an audio book. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I've been doing this my whole life. But I just, it was a natural, yes. natural thing. Now, I don't know why or maybe something my grandmother taught me or something. But I zone out every now and then. But and when I do, if I daydream, I'm always like creatively visualizing something that I want to achieve so beautifully that I actually have the emotion like it's already happened. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. And... So that's why I wanted to, I, I presented this as a, as a life hack. Yes. Because I've seen what it has done in my life. Yeah. And I have so many friends I've grown up with, even family members who have lived a parallel life. And I think, why have I achieved some things and they haven't? And I say that with the utmost of respect. 
because I see them as brilliant people, intelligence, right? Mm-hmm. And I realize it's not just about intelligence, right? <laughs> it's, uh, it's about what emotions you bring to life. And, and those people kept hitting obstacles. Now, I often wondered why, why? Yeah. It's because of that, that operating system is not operating properly. It's operating to attract what they fear rather than attract what they love. The system is operating properly. Yes. It's just yeah. it's not being used properly. That's right. That's exactly right. It's used for the negative. Exactly right. To attract exactly what, right. The, yeah. what they fear. It's right. the lack of know-how. So we all have this faculty. Absolutely. Just Absolutely. misused or used properly. Absolutely. Absolutely. For some people, it's yeah. natural because they, they do it without knowing. Yes, that's right? me. I do yeah. it without knowing. They do it unconsciously. Yeah. And uh, you find that probably one of the main traits is uh, strong belief in themselves. Right? They believe blindly in... in Yeah, like for me, I believe blindly. I say, of course we're going to succeed. Of course this is going to happen for me. And people look at me like, are you serious? That's a really bold plan. That's audacious. That's Mm -hmm. unrealistic. And I've made it happen. A lot of the times when you walk into my office here, everything you see, every colour, from the tiles to the people, the workstations, the phone, that was all in my mind first. It was created. I mean, this was a shell first, right? the software we develop anything that happens to me in a day predominantly right we all go through periods of uh, doubt and fear Mm. especially when we listen to too much news media which a lot of us got caught into that trap you know in the last two years because of covid you know you wanted to put on the news i i never listened to the news before covid Mm. never ever and i (laughs) i convinced myself that i had to because i'm running a business and i had to know what was going on and then after a while i just realized no, nah, this isn't working for me. I need to go back and use the operating system properly. But it, it's so easy even for naturally, you know, natural manifestors like me to fall into, you yes. know, this. And, and, and that's why the need to be conscious. Because yes. imagine if you've achieved what you have achieved unconsciously, if you like. Yes. What could you do now that you are aware of it? Exactly. Right? Yes. So it's very empowering. It is. Very and, empowering. Yeah. And um, look, I think with this, you got to take it one step at a time. You know what they say, a, a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. Yes, yes. And, and you got to start. That's the main thing. Take the first step. And the first step is self-mastery. Okay? Learn to master yourself. So what does that look like, self-mastery? What do you commit to? What's the first step to self-mastery? Is it eating properly? Is it exercising? Is Absolutely. it having impeccable conduct? Is it... You know, watching what you see, what you hear. Absolutely. Is it all those things? All of those together. It's about... Who you surround yourself with. Give an example. For example, Mm. you know what's good for you. And for instance, talk about food. Yes. Okay. There are foods that are good for you, that will nurture you and and give you vitality and and longevity. Yes. And there are foods that won't. And uh, mastery is being able to say no. Okay. Because I'm in control of myself. Right. Okay. And if I choose to say yes, it's because I want to. But okay. you're making that conscious yeah, choice. Yeah, I'm making that conscious choice. Yes. Right? And it's the same with everything. Yes. Like last Friday, we made the conscious choice to have a few drinks. Yes. <laughs> well, we, we, we needed to make up for the uh, four months of lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to self-mastery then, would you say that the people that you associate with has a big impact on you? No, they always do. They always do. But I think I, I always go back to my inner principles. 
Right. Okay, what I believe in. And for me, my daily practice is to basically, I'm crafting uh, the future version of myself, which already exists in my mind. Yes. Right? Because remember, with meditation and visualization, you work from the end. This is very important. You assume that your wish has been fulfilled. Yes. That the reality, the end product is what you are visualizing. You don't need to worry about how you get to that end product. You leave that to the subconscious. You leave that to your subconscious. Yes. Yeah. You just give it the image. Okay. Now, a lot of people would have seen the movie The Secret. Do you remember The yeah, Secret? Yeah. Now, I never watched it, but a lot of people since then, probably including myself, <laughs> privately think, well, that's nonsense because you need to take action. You need to... Mm. It's not just about wishful thinking. And exactly. You exactly. Need, you need to take action, right? Yeah. yeah. What do you say to those people then? I meditate and, I, and in one of my meditations, I see myself looking, enjoying perfect health. Yes. Right? And, and the way I see it is I see the infinite healing power of the universe flowing through me. Yes. Right? Yes. And, um, and I see myself healthy and young and radiant and... Um, and you are. Energized. And, yes. You know, I, 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 I see all that. But then during the, my yeah. daily... I mean, but then soon after that, I'm exercising. Okay? Yes. I watch yes. what I eat. Yes. I, I'm supplementing. Uh, meditation also itself helps the body right it's called a healing that's effect. right yep and so you have to be consistent throughout the day okay with that image with that goal that you're trying to achieve right you you, you have to help it yeah it's interesting you say that because it's not enough just to eat healthy exercise and do all the right things without the creative visualization the seeds yes many years ago i watched an interview with arnold schwarzenegger right mm. and he, he talked about this. You know, he talked about his first step of training was the creative visualization of what he wanted to look like. Mm. So you can get two people, same height, same shape, same frame, give them the same food, give them the same exercises, and they could be very genetically similar, mm -hmm. right? Body types, uh, metabolic types, everything. One does the meditation with the visualization, the other one doesn't. The one that visualizes, meditates, is the one that makes the biggest gains mm -hmm. and the most success. It's the same thing in business. It's the same thing with couples. You know, you have couples that just meander without being conscious control of their relationship yep. and others who wake up and meditate and visualize what a relationship looks like and to be considerate and thoughtful. And that relationship flourishes, the other one doesn't. So it's a critical component. It's not just doing... Absolutely. It's doing plus visualizing, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. And it's not just visualizing, it's visualizing and doing. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And it's also what we touched on before. It's when you meditate, you are using power. Yes. You're not using force. Right? And anything you do through meditation uh, becomes effortless. Yes, I've experienced that firsthand, yeah. While yeah. whatever you do in the outer world, if you like, yes. uh, requires effort. Yes. Okay. It's the law of gravity. Absolutely. I remember right? the first time I took up surfing, mm. right? I was uh, petrified because it looked really difficult. Mm. And the guy who was coaching me said to me, it was at Freshwater, he said, oh, meet me at you know, the beach at this time. And I was excited because someone bought me that as a gift. Mm. 
And I was like, okay, give me the board. Let's go out. I just want to... He said, no, no, first step, we're going to do some meditation. And that's exactly what we did. So Mm -hmm. we sat on this part of the beach Mm -hmm. and he guided me through the meditation of me, you know, just beautifully surfing. And let me tell you, the week before I went out on my own and I was a mess. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't get up on that board. But after this meditation, I went on there and it was like I had been you know, surfing my whole life. Wow. And I got up on the board and, you know, I, to increase the speed, I squatted lower to decrease. I, I did everything effortlessly. It was like I was 12 years of age again, absorbing something for the first time. Yeah. That's how powerful it was. Yeah. So I've had many experiences in my time which taught me how powerful meditation is. And I've had many periods of my life where I've been so busy that I'll say, oh, I don't have time to meditate. Life is going great. You know, complacency yes. is the cause of the fall of empires, not just people, right? Yes. And then after a few days, I notice. I notice that yeah. I'm, my five senses, the sensory overload takes mm. over and you start becoming reactive. And then that's when you say, okay, you know, we all, we all can get lost, but it's knowing yes. what things brings you back to, you know, your, your inner self. And that's, I always go back to meditation, visualization, journaling. Yes. And I, I'm giving you, for those of you listening, I'm giving you these, you know, things so you, you can appreciate that it's not a perfect practice, you know, we all fall off. But, Absolutely. You know. Look, it's, we live in a world of duality, right? Yeah. Of opposites. Every quality has, you know, a positive side and a, neg- a negative side, and, and that is polarity. Right? Yes. And then we all experience this law of the pendulum. We swing from one pole to the other. If that swinging occurs unconsciously, then you are at the mercy of the pendulum. You pull one way and the other. No control. You blame everything. But when you become conscious, you take control of that pendulum. And when you realize that darkness, for example, and, and, and darkness and light are not separate qualities. They're the same. Mm. Darkness is the absence of light. Yes. Uh, weakness is the absence of strength. It's the same quality. It's like a dima. Yes. It's the pendulum taking you from one end to the other. Correct, yeah. Uh, happiness, sadness, yeah. you know. Everything you experience in, in this world is, is, is dual. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> Now, you're married with kids. Yes, yes, of course. And yeah. you have, you're a successful business person. You're actually not an author or a speaker. No, no, not at all. No, not no, at no. all. And uh, <laughs> I had to actually convince you to come and Absolutely. Uh, record yeah. this with me. And um, I've always said, you know, one of my daily rituals is learning. And the tree of learning represents growth. It fills one of the fundamental needs for growth. The only way to grow is for continuous learning. And people, unfortunately, stop learning mm. when they finish school. And they think that's yeah. what learning is. Learning is about the eight areas of life. I'm always learning at work, always learning, you know, in family. I'm a father of a teenage daughter. Now, I don't know how to be a father of teenage daughters, but someone's written books on it, so I read stuff on it. Yes. You know, I read books on intimacy and how to be a better partner. I read, you know, books on wealth and wealth creation, you know, most recently, um, you know, cryptocurrency, which is a whole new world. But I always say the people I learn the most from are the people you come across in life. So we have two ears and a mouth. We should listen twice as much as yes, <laughs> you know, yes, you're right. uh, we, we talk. And that's why I, I tell people on my podcast, 
you can learn from your children. You can learn from, if you have a, a business, you can learn from the, the new junior who's just joined. Exactly. And I learned so much from you, Ramon, in our interaction. Likewise, likewise. <laughs> Absolutely. And you, you taught me so much and I thought it, uh, I owed it to our community to bring some of what you shared with us. So I really thank you for giving up your time. I know you have My pleasure. a busy schedule. And um, yeah, uh, hopefully we'll uh, have that, uh, we'll continue that discussion <laughs> very soon. It's an ongoing discussion. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Well, you've got to surround yeah. yourself with people with similar, like-minded, like-minded, yeah, like-minded beings. I, I think it's very important. Yeah. Um, and life is just a, a journey of growth and expansion. Yes. Yeah. It, it's very much expanding your consciousness. You know, the more you learn, the more you expand your consciousness. And the more you, the, the, the greater the expansion, the, 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 the greater the, your ability to give and to receive. Right? Oh, wow. Because that's, that's what powerful. we are here for. To give. And to receive. And to receive. But in order to give, you must receive first. Yes. So you must work on creating that greater capacity. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Well, yeah. I hope we have given you information of value. And as always... I produce this content with the utmost of love and respect for your time. And thank you for listening. Next week, we continue with the fifth life hack. And it'll be a sad ending when we get to the sixth life hack. But I hope you've really enjoyed this journey. Thank you again for listening. And as always, live consciously, my friends.